Today is Thursday, July the 2nd, one day after Canada's glorious 148th birthday. Wait, yeah. hey, a little applause for Canada. Yeah. Well, all of the people here at Live from the Dutch Hall decided that we were going to give our best efforts and really celebrate the way all good Canadians should, and that is drink tons and tons of beer <laughs> yeah, and uh, play music and destroy yourself and then try to go back to work on Thursday and then show up and try to do this podcast a little bit worse for wear. The Easy bartender role. The yeah. bartender role is going to be light tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, punishment the day after the great celebration of the candidate party. So what I'd like you to do is please take off your hats and rise and honor the na oh no the theme song for live from the dutch hall <laughs> all right let's do this shoot <coughs> cheers paul cheers p boys in the back <laughs> you want to do paul's potable well we need a theme song All right, all right, all right. Just nailed it, Michael. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Welcome, everybody, to the Live Canada Day broadcast of Live from the Dutch Hall. And as we said in the opening, this is the day after the big Canada Day celebration that we were lucky enough to be a part of yesterday. And uh, I feel like a bag of poo. Oh, very rough today. Very <laughs> but we rough. do. We are lucky to have a, a great, a great full house tonight. We have... Uh, we have one half of Nocturnal Emissions. Our band leader, Mike Bow, is here. Let's hear yeah. from Mike. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Band leader. Band leader. And this week we have we have uh, in our bartender Paul Van Dyke is showing up, and that, what we've done is put him front and center with a very with our best microphone we have, our best <laughs> microphone that we could scrounge up to put in front of Paul to show you people if you donate on uh, the Podbean fundraiser thing, or if you just give me an email at Live in the Dutch Hall, you want to email me money, or do something to get me a, or you can go on to my website, and you can do a PayPal donation, anything to get Paul a microphone. This is what it's going to sound like. This is the genius that you could experience if you would donate. You're going to hear what you're going to hear tonight. Yeah, that's why we've got no money. No yeah. money at all. We, we've so far there's no. been zero donations for the cause of the microphone. A lot of a lot of and big no talkers. No one fucking cares, eh? A lot of people think that, that they want that, but no, not a lot of people are willing to put their money where their mouth is and really step up and do it for you. But we like to have you, Paul. Thanks a lot for coming. <laughs> Let's hear it for you. Yeah. It's just a taste of what it could be. <laughs> it could be like this. And no Canada Day celebration would be uh, uh, complete. Without a, a mascot that is uh, near and dear to our whole country, it's uh, one of the most recognizable symbols of Canada, and it's uh, our associate bartender, yeah. the Beaver. The Beaver. Derek Van Hoot All is right. in the house. Let's hear it for uh, the Beaver. Yesterday was a big day for me. <laughs> yeah, anytime you can have uh, the Beaver at a Canada Day party, it's a big deal, right? Yeah. Does your tail? Did you? Does it get hot in that costume? Just a little bit. <laughs> And today we have always, we always like to keep our door wide open with the open sign on at the Dutch Hall to let in a live studio audience. And today we have a live studio audience. Jamie Barham is joining us in the live studio audience. Let's All hear right. it for Jamie Barham. Hey. Super fan. Super fan. Oh, he's a great bartender, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, uh, this is a great episode today. But one person we're missing is our buddy Dave Charters. And, uh, you know, uh, he... We see he was there yesterday at the candidate party playing with yeah. Nocturnal Emissions and, and uh, live from Turkey Point. And, uh, you know, by all accounts, he made it work with his schedule. You know, brought his children down. Made it work. Yeah. Great, great uh, band member, helped out. It was great. When I saw his, uh, his ability, to, his commitment to Nocturnal Emissions to, to rearrange his whole schedule in order to be there to perform in Turkey Point, I thought, well, I'm willing to do the same thing. I will change the schedule of live from the Dutch Hall to suit my co host, Dave Charters. And, and, uh, the man that writes the music for the show. And I said, why don't we do it early to accommodate your work schedule? Right. And Dave said uh, he will not be attending today. Oh. Yes. And I don't know how to explain it. So you think we should just call him? Yeah. Let's yeah. just call, call Charters. This is a little bit of a technology thing. And if you listen enough to the episodes of Live from the Dutch Hall, you know that uh, technology is generally not our friend. But we're going to give this a try 
The Sheik probably had something to say about Let's that. Let's get down to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Sheik, what? Rooster Dave, perform. Whatever your fucking name is, I want to <laughs> let you know everybody is here and you didn't make it. I don't know for what reason. You are young, intelligent man. Uh, otherwise, don't be lazy and dumb son hey, of a bitch. Maybe he's lazy. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and he's oh, a dumb geez. son of a bitch. Oh. Easy, Sheik. Well, we, I want to thank uh, I, uh, Soundboard Sheik for being here, too. Let's yeah. hear for Soundboard Sheik. Sheiky baby. <laughs> yes, thank you, Sheik, for always filling in for uh, Dave. I really do appreciate it. All right, see if this works. Can anybody hear that? Nope. No. That's why it's. Oh. Is that coming through? No. Uh, hey, Dave. Oh. Uh. All right, we'll tell him to call. That's All right, charters, call call the show. We're live, and we need you to defend yourself. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we right. tried. We'll see if that works. But anyways, could, I could hear it. You could hear it. Yeah. All right. Well, this is uh. See if this works. Yep. Oh. Well, that's not the one I wanted. How about doing this segment because it's about time in the show. Yeah, I think we're doing. Where we have uh, our bartender Paul uh, in a little segment we call Paul's Potables. Great. What's the theme song, eh? I don't know if this is working. Yeah, I can hear it. Um, there you go. All right. Paul's potables. What do you have for us here, Paul? We got chocolate-covered cherries. Oh. It's gonna so be what delicious. does this involve? It's a red. It seems like a Canada Day celebration in a glass. Yeah. Now what uh, what could possibly be in this? I know there's a moonshine cherry. <laughs> there's a moonshine cherry, cherry, as usual. There's uh, some cherry stuff, some uh, chocolate creme de, de cocoa. Oh, <laughs> creme de cocoa. Uh, cocoa. All right, oh, well, cheers. one, two, three, bottoms up. Let's Happy Canada Day, everybody. Mmm. Oh yeah, vodka, very chocolatey. Mo- moonshine. Oh, they're mm. great. Yuck. That was really good until that it wasn't any good anymore. <laughs> I'm always good until I got to chew the cherry off. Yeah. yeah, we're going to get through that jar someday, boys. Well, thank you, Paul. Ah, there we go. What I thought we'd talk about this week on the show is um, we'll see if Charters can, uh, can defend himself later on if he calls in. But if uh, what I thought would be cool is that to look at Canada, the country we live in, and the way that we're uh, viewed around the world. Like Recently, the show... Um, it's a, it's a really done well. It's a, you know, I look today, we moved up the rankings on iTunes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We are now 256th amongst the nice. comedies in Canada nice. for podcast. Let's hey. hear that. That deserves 256. a 256. That's respectable. Yeah, I thought so. Hey, what's last? What place is last? Oh, there's thousands of them. Oh, so yeah. 256. Yeah, there's thousands of them. They're like, uh, 257, right? No. Like, this is about all the ones done in the world, right? In the world. Oh, you're, you're, in the we're, world. We're, you're heading in the perfect direction. Yeah, yes. worldwide. Yeah, I used to be 350th. So oh, really? I went up like 100 spots. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, On the climb. On the climb. Oh, yeah. yeah. Progression. Very nice. Yeah. In the, anyways, comedies. And otherwise, I'm not notable at all. <laughs> but anyways, we got uh, what I thought was this week, and uh, we had a lot of listeners from the U.S. We had a, a ton of listeners from the U.S., uh, more so than normal. And uh, I thought that if this trend continues and we have a lot of Americans, there's probably a lot of misconceptions, a lot of ways that people view Canada around the world, that maybe uh, it would be uh, good for us as the real Canadians, not some caricature or cartoon character (laughs) version of a Canadian, to defend what other people think of our great nation of Canada, right? Yeah, not the the BS that people... Yeah, like if you watch TV and they're going to put a Canadian guy on, exception to like... Uh, Terrence and Philip, you know, like the flapping head, fart in your mouth kind of people. (laughs) I don't mind that. That's a ridiculous notion of what a Canadian is, which is why it's hilarious, right? Right, Like, of course, not only some of us are flapping head people that (laughs) fart at at you. But but, uh, most of the time we're seen as, like, if you want to do an impression of a Canadian, you'd be like a dopey, like... uh, like Bob and Doug McKenzie. Yeah, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Exactly, Or or like, uh, where you're like... uh, you know, like a out in a boot, like yeah, the rough. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is, right? So anyways, I got it. I, I went on the internet, my friend the internet, and we looked, I looked for things that the top whatever uh, stereotypes of a Canadian, and I thought we could defend some of them. You guys know what, like any of them? Well, first is A. A. Yeah. A, a yeah. We say A a lot, and uh, that one's hard to defend. Yeah, we, 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 do. Pretty, we do. And it works with it a lot. It works with a lot of conversations. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're, if you're clean, if, have you ever been in a situation where you try to clean it up where you don't want to say A? And you, you end up doing it anyway. It's hard. You end up doing yeah. it anyway, yeah. It's hard not to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what do, you, like, what do other people do in that spot? Well, that's a, it's like you're inviting that person into your conversation. Yeah. You're like, hey, what's, what do you think about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. are you following right? me? So it's hard not to say that at the end if you're talking to somebody. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're just making sure they're with you, right? Right. right. That's what I think, too. It's reassurance. We were in, remember when we were in Bristol and those, Ameri- those American girls were saying, uh, we were, I did that that almost podcast yeah. with, the, with the one girl, Mother Hen? Yeah, Mother Hen. And uh, we were in there, and she kept trying to get me to say, you betcha. When she was doing a Canadian impression, she kept saying, you betcha. Well, we, that we say, you betcha, right? And really? so, and I was like, uh, I, I, I don't say you betcha. And then at the end, we made a deal to do something. I, and she says, okay, let's do that. Then I go, you betcha. I did it too without really? thinking about it. Yeah. And, now, and so I might do it. I might, you betcha it. <laughs> okay. You betcha. Huh. I think a Canadian thing to say is rock a piss. Rock a piss. Like yeah. I'm going to go rock a piss. Like yeah. I got to really rock a piss. That is a big one. Rock a piss, hack a dart. Yeah, hack a dart. Is that Canadian yeah, too? Smoke a dart. Hack a dart. dart. Yeah, hack a dart. Yeah, we'll smoke darts. Right, that is a, You know what else is a Canadian phrase, which I learned. I was watching a. Uh, it was Norm Macdonald on Tom, one of Tom Green's shows, and he he said that a Canadian expression is uh, is fuck the dog. Mm. You know, like yeah, you, if you sit around all day fucking the dog, Americans don't know what that means. Really, they don't have the same uh, expression in the states, and so if they if they call you up, if you have an American friend calls you up and he says. Uh, you know, what are you up to today? And you say, I don't know, I'm sitting at home fucking the dog, right? right? <laughs> he would think that you're actually at home fucking a dog, right? <laughs> when I say it to my Jamaicans, they look at me like startled. Like, what does he really mean? I'm yeah. like, man, stop fucking the dog. There's no, yeah. <laughs> so then they think that I'm telling them that they're fucking the dog. Like literally fucking a dog. Yeah, yeah. it's a Canadian expression. Yeah. It doesn't translate very well to other cultures. They're like, I don't got it for fucking paws. Like, <laughs> where, where is this it means dog? You're lazy. Yeah. You better clear it up. But like, even when I was a kid, I remember on the farm, your dad would say like, you know, stop fucking the dog and get back to work. Right. You know, and you wouldn't question what it meant. I didn't think you thought I was actually fornicating with my, my, my pet. You know? No, you just you got the concept quick. Yeah, but I knew it meant like, yeah, you're just yeah. being lazy or whatever, yeah. right? And sometimes. You, fucking the dog is a good thing. You sit at home. You're just like, what are you doing today? Oh, I'm fucking the dog. Like I worked all week. I'm just yeah. fucking the dog today. It's great. Yeah. Putting my feet up and fucking the dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just take it back, making some puppies. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, and it's just, and if you go, so just a word to the a warning: if you're traveling as a Canadian, <laughs> be careful with fuck the dog because it's not as well known as it is here. All right. Anything else? It's Canadian slang that other ways people will pop. We say pop instead of soda. Oh. In the okay. States, they say soda. They say soda. Okay. And we'll say pop. We do say pop, definitely. And uh, iced tea, sweet tea. Uh, yeah. Ice, yeah, yeah. What about uh, pencil crayons? We say pencil crayons, and they'll say colored pencils. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and, know and we'll say uh, we're in grade three, and they'll say they're in third grade. Oh, okay. Right? That's another one. Just and a little slip. Z and Z. Z and Z, yeah. When you sang it to, you, to your kids, do you sing uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, uh, and then X, Y, Z? Yes. Yeah, always Z? Always Z. Always yeah. Z. Yeah. Sesame Street will say Z, and it'll screw them up a little bit, yeah, eh? Yeah. Causes confusion, and that's <laughs> yeah. when you have to give them the speech. But the, we're Canadian, goddammit. We say Z. Z. <laughs> I don't care. It screws the whole song up. doesn't rhyme at the end. It makes us, that's from the British. That's right. <laughs> it sounds cooler on a car yeah. than 71 or a truck. And we put extra U's in words because it was the way it was supposed to be, the American short and color and neighbor. Uh-oh, here we go. This is not working, but we'll see. No, we can hear him. I can hear him. We can hear him. All right, let's see. You g- Hello? Hello? Oh, all right. hi, Dave. How you doing? Well, we just wanted to explain. I was trying to explain people why you couldn't come today, but you were able to make the Nocturnal Emissions uh, concert in Turkey Point last night. <laughs> I thought it'd be better coming from you than me. Uh, uh, well, I don't know if you remember a few weeks ago how uh, your 
brother Paul went to a comedy show. Oh, you know Paul the Bar Paul the bartender. Yeah, the guy that's yeah. here right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's there right now. He's there right now because there's no comedy show going on. <laughs> no comedy show. <laughs> oh, very similar. Very similar reason that I went to the Nocturnal Emissions concert yesterday because that was a real music show. It was a real rock and roll music show. <laughs> oh yeah, a real a real music show. So this one's not a music show. So you're uh, you you're what are you doing right now exactly? I'm driving to work. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like fun. That's against. Uh, all right. Yeah. That's bullshit. Well, this is a great story, Dave. So you're saying my show's not a music show or a comedy show? This is interesting. <laughs> I can't remember. Breaking news. <laughs> All right. Well, that was enlightening. It was a, it was a failed experiment. Yeah, I, hope, I hope you got what you wanted. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be all in the papers tomorrow. <laughs> Laugh riot. Yeah. Great. <laughs> we, anyway, I, anyway, Rooster I sucks I balls. The truth is I wish I could be there. But uh, unfortunately, I have to put food on my table and make sure that my family has uh, clothing and shelter. So what kind of I'm excuse is that? <laughs> All right, selling a real pussy to me. <laughs> All right, take it easy, buddy. All right, that was great. That was a, <laughs> riveting. We will, we'll probably never do that again. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was forgot. I forgot. I thought he added something to the show, and then as soon as I heard his voice, I was like, "No, he doesn't. Eh? Uh, he doesn't really." <laughs> He's better with the guitar. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk with the guitar. Right? Yeah, when you have to listen to him. Yeah. That music. Yeah, I thought seeing him was the worst part of him being here. I thought that if you just could hear him and not have to look at him, you know. If, that, a, but if anything tonight has taught us, even hearing Dave. Yeah, <laughs> even hearing Dave is is, is just unpleasant. Just his guitar. Right? Right. We should take away his microphone. Give it to me. Oh, listen, how clear, <laughs> delightful you are over there, Paul. Right. And you, uh, you can. Uh, what can you musically join in to Nocturnal Emissions? Like, can we try to maybe replace Dave all together? <laughs> No, I got no skills. Uh, no skills. Close. We were close. <laughs> All right. Back to business. You know what else they say about Canada? Uh, anything? Anyone got anything to guess about a stereotype? We say, oh, a boot. A boot, yeah. That was the other vo yeah. uh, word one. A boot instead of a boat. Yeah. That's my problem with that, eh? When, uh, <laughs> when, they, do when, they, when they do a Canadian accent... I think what they're doing is like the prairies. They're doing like Saskatchewan, Manitoba, that sort of thing. Yeah. Either that or like uh, Newfoundland. Right. Out east. Yeah. yeah. Like or out or, east, or out east, yeah. But not really Ontario or or they'll do a Quebec too if you're doing a French one. Right. You know, but most of the time that out in the boot and like uh, that kind of hoser kind of yeah. uh, accent thing. Yeah. It's kind of like the, uh, if you watch Fargo in North Dakota. Like they had the same kind of accent, you know, and like uh, Minnesota, Minnesota and yeah. all that stuff. They all sound kind of like that, and that's the, the same neck of the woods as what uh, Saskatchewan and Manitoba are in. So it makes sense that that's how people talk up in that part of the world. But we don't talk that way in Southern Ontario. No, that I notice not as much. We definitely no, don't say a boot. I haven't seen anybody say a boot no. ever. You know, no. no, you could try and it still doesn't work. No, no. no. Well, they say uh, Americans would say it more like. Uh, like about, like and where we go, like a, a boot apparently, but I I don't know what the I never heard it. I don't understand why they get that from us, but that's the only thing I can think of. It's from the north of us, hey, we're, Yeah, we're, I don't know. It's north of us. Yeah, another thing they say about us is that it's cold all. It's it's really cold up here, right? Like that's one thing that people think of Canadians is that it's always freezing cold. Right. And uh, you know this every everyone's got a story. I don't know how bullshit it is, but like someone that uh, worked at the border, and there was Americans that were coming across the border with skis on their car in July, and wondering <laughs> how far to get to the snow or whatever, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that I think is uh, I don't know if it's really true. Has anyone heard that story before? Uh, no. No. Oh well. That'd be great though. But I believe that they. <laughs> well, that's think kind that. of the stereotype, you know, that they yeah, think that it's as soon as you that. cross the border, it's like. Igloos and Winter Wonderland oh, they, all year they round. Totally do. Dog yeah. Sled teams. yeah, yeah, we're getting our, we're yeah, dog sledding around and stuff like that. Well, the truth of the matter is, we're sitting right here in beautiful Southern Ontario Pine Grove. Mm -hmm. it's, we're about on the forty. We're just north of the forty-second parallel. Okay. Right, forty-second parallel, which runs. If you run it around the globe, it'll go right to uh, the 
the uh, Oregon uh, California border and the Oregon uh, Nevada border. Like, so we're pretty much the same as the northern tip of California. That's ca- that's Canada, right? So in the summertime, it's bloody hot. Yeah, like, it's it, the same as there. Yeah. <laughs> then so it's ridiculous to think that even if you go to the north, like in the middle of summer, like it's still like temp temperate. You know, it's like yeah. we have winters and summers. So. Yeah, we have seasons. We're the same as like New York. That's what get, Canada's that, the same as the states. You're not gonna the, the population doesn't live in the shitty parts. Like yeah. where it's really cold all the time and it's horrible. There's like less people that are crazy enough to live there. That's why they go to the the warmer places like BC where it's raining uh, all yeah. the time and never yeah. snows. And then uh, they go to like the same latitude as <laughs> New York and and uh, Boston and all the rest of it. That's where we are. So yeah. we have shitty winters, but we have uh, hot summers. Right. That's what I don't get when, when you talk to uh, Americans. They Jesus. talk to us like we're in igloos. Meanwhile, they live more north than we do. Like, yeah, like where we live in Ontario is actually more south than some of them. Yeah, we're further south than like most of Michigan, like uh, parts of New York. Uh, we're further south than like all, all the Dakotas and Minnesota yeah, and, and, even and east, uh, Washington. Like, I when I was in South Carolina, there was a guy from Minnesota in the, in the pool. We started talking like, "How long was your drive?" Mine was shorter, and he's like, "How the frick? How the hell was yours shorter?" Right, you're from and Canada. I was like, you're, "You're more north than I am," yeah. and he's like, "No, there's no way you're in Canada." <laughs> I said, I, "No, you're more north than me in Canada." Yeah, significant. Yeah. Then I come across you're. You're, you're way, way up, up man. Yeah. And then the next day we saw him, and he went home and checked it out. He probably Googled it. Yeah, yeah, to see him. Checked out, and he's like, "Holy crazy. shit, you are!" Because I said I'm like right on Lake Erie. Yeah, he went across. Yeah. I'm way more south than he is. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, anyways, that's one of the ones that's wrong. No, we don't live in igloos. Yeah, the other one is that we're always polite. Polite. I, mean, I don't know. They haven't met me. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the real thing about Canadians being polite, right? We're polite. This is an example. Like uh, we're polite, I guess. We say please and thank you a lot. It does. It, it is true. I see it even when I'm in the cities or I, I travel around. People are pretty polite. You know, even the, uh, uh, you know, you go to uh, Toronto or something like that. You you open a door for somebody. Usually there's a thank you there, right? Right. But what we are is if a guy's not polite, you know, then we're like snooty about it. I think. Yeah. And then how is that polite? You know, if a guy goes like. Uh, uh, you know, if you say thank you to someone, then you're like, oh, you didn't say you're welcome. Oh, and that's that's rude. You know, a prick job. Well, then the guy I tell, uh, yeah. well, he doesn't say you're welcome. Well, what kind of guy doesn't say you're welcome, right? Too good for it. Too good for you're welcome. I guess so, right? Well, how are we polite and nice then? We're just kind of a dick about yeah. it, aren't we? Arguing over politeness. Yeah, I think anytime you try, you know, you're trying to talk about a whole country here. Well, most of our country. Like, there's all kinds of idiots in our country, and uh, there's all kinds of real dicks, you know? <laughs> That's true. That's Just true. like everywhere else. Yeah, you know? that's no different. Yeah. I, I meet some people who are real nice and polite, and other people are just real pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you're, if you're being honest. Yeah. 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 I am being honest. Out here, there's a chance you won't have a neighbor to listen to you all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. But anyways, I don't think we're all that polite, except for, I guess, if you compare us to... I, I don't. I've never been in the states where I found they're particularly rude. Really? No, not really. Yeah, I would. Very hospitable. They've been very hospitable. Yeah, yeah. usually have a good time when we go down there. Yeah, I don't see what the problem is. I think everyone's kind of polite. You know what they do do though? Do 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 do. They in the states poop with pee and talk with pee. Uh, they don't take their shoes off. Is that? Oh yeah. Is that a Canadian they don't. thing? Oh, Taking your shoes. That would bother me. I can't. Yeah, maybe it that's does, a Canadian eh? thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I had friends that moved down to the States, and they said that uh, they would take their shoes off, and people would tell them not to. And then they said eventually they got used to it, but it felt kind of weird yeah. and gross. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> You're right. And they make fun of it. Actually, make fun of it. They think we're like Japanese or right. something, that we take our shoes off. But I, everyone, I even growing up, no matter what, like uh, immigrants from other parts of the world or whatever, that I'd grow up with different kids from all over the place, and they all took their shoes off. Yeah, it was just known. Yeah, the Portuguese would always put slippers on. <laughs> and you'd have <laughs> and my fun friend, yeah, you get a pair of slippers, guest slippers when you walked into his oh, house. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you name it on them or what? No, no, they're guest slippers. Guest slippers. Yeah. 
They were, they were, that was a nice what treat. Size various sizes. Yeah, various <laughs> sizes. Like, it was like a bowling alley where you could go in <laughs> yeah. and like, pick your size out. They'd be spray. like, did you bring slippers? And I'm like, no, I didn't bring slippers. Oh, well, here's the guest slippers I got to wear. <laughs> they're like leather, black leather slippers, a little pat, padded bottom, and they're nice. And everybody's wearing them? Mom, Dad, yeah. the whole family. The whole family's wearing slippers. That the, the floor was a bit cold. They didn't want <laughs> you to. That sounds like a nice treat. Yeah, it was like a linoleum or tile floor or something like that, so it was like hard and little chilly yeah so they let you have a pair of slippers when you walked in real treat that is nice yeah well the americans don't they just put their dirty f- shoed feet right up on the couch yeah i couldn't imagine sleeping on a couch or laying on a couch shoes on yeah i can't feel e- right no it feels like you've done something terrible on nah, they don't kick back on their couch with their freaking banker shoes so what on. they <laughs> kick them off then to get on the couch and then we'll kick them back on just to like work. I don't know. I think they just wear their shoes yeah, all the I time. Hey, if I, if you are, well, you got a lot of listeners last week from Tennessee, and I'm like, uh, uh, and I'm gonna say, if you guys are back, if the Tennessee people are back and yeah. listening to this nonsense, we, got a we believe this is what we believe is a stereotype of you Americans is that you just wear your shoes in your house and you put them up on the couch. <laughs> you just put them right up on the couch. Your filthy shoes. You just put them. Rub them right in there. Rub them right in there with no regard for anything. And I've heard the the excuse, too, or the argument that they say it's gross that we do take our shoes off because now you're walking around the carpet with everybody's walked around with the street germs all over the carpet. Oh, I'm like, it wouldn't be the problem if you take your shoes off to begin with and yeah. have a nice, clean carpet. Right. Yeah, then your carpet doesn't get dirty in the first place. That's yeah. right, Americans. <laughs> and and do they, once one side of the couch is now the, not the non-feet side, yeah, you stay that, that way or you right. always got... You get, Great Sometimes question. like mixing it up, right? Great question. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of questions we have, Americans. Yeah. So if you'd like to reach <laughs> out live from the Dutch Hall, gmail.com. Just maybe you kick your that shoes is. off just when you put your feet up on the couch. I don't know how it works. Or just before bed, do you take your shoes off and put them by that's the bed? That's another one. They take them off to go to bed? I have no idea. And, and then, yeah, well, that's maybe where they need slippers to get to the bathroom because they don't want to walk over their gross, wherever the street germs, in order to get to the thing. <laughs> I don't even know. This is a real mystery to me. <laughs> Just take them off at the door. Yeah, that's what I would do. Make it easier. And okay. there's also another thing. That's another thing I've heard with them come back to me when I've talked to them about this. Is they say, "Well, what do you do? What are you supposed to do? Sort through a pile of shoes, uh, everyone's shoes, and just pick yours out?" I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, that's what you do." Pretty yeah, simple. and well, and even it's even worse now because everyone's wearing the same things. Yeah, they're all wearing the Sanooks, and then yeah. they're just the same pile of gray, hope for the shitty best. boat shoes. Boat <laughs> shoes. That's what they call them. Yeah, the worst thing that can happen is you get somebody else's. Yeah, but you know right away. You still yeah, it doesn't fit your it foot as much. Yeah. Oh, especially when you put it in one of those gross things. Man. <laughs> oh, yeah, just a sweatshop in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, just slimy. Oh, Jesus, yeah. those aren't mine. No. <laughs> yeah, I wore charters, uh, I wore charters shoes one t- at the trailer when we went fishing, and he... And it felt like putting your foot in a pierogi. Uh, gross. <laughs> gross. Uh, Anyways, we've had a really big Canada Day celebration this week. Uh, we started out with the gol- that golf tournament on Monday. It's oh, really been oh, a Canada yeah. Day celebration of a whole it's week. Good start, eh? Yeah, we had a, a, a farmers golf game, a golf tournament that uh, you do you organize that every yeah, year? Oh, me and Mike and and Botch. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of local farmers organized it. It was a great tournament. But your your dad started it, right? Yeah, Beef? my dad and Johnny started it yeah. twenty, probably almost thirty years ago it's, now. It's one of my favorite days of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like a work one, you know. Like it, even though there's people, some people that are there for work reasons, right. it still doesn't feel like you're you're uh, at a work one. <laughs> it feels like just having a great time. Just having oh, yeah. a great day out. It was fun. So one day you can forget about everything. Yeah. 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 A nice Monday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A nice Monday where you just go see a lot of nonsense happen oh. on a golf course. Just have a gr- like you're you laughing so much that your face hurts at the end of the day. Yeah, you're just tired from laughing. The, the best, best the best parts at the end of the day when everyone's done golfing and they just line up their golf carts right. and just hack on each other around the green. Yeah, yeah for like, an hour. like an hour. For like an hour, you just sit there and just make fun of everybody that's sitting there. Yeah, it's the greatest. It is the best. My favorite part. <laughs> Uh, you know, too, when you, when everyone's up there parked and they're watching you tee off on the last one and they're hacking on you the whole walk oh, yeah. up, you know? Look at this idiot shooting. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite times in the world. And then we went uh, Canada Day, went a nice fishing trip with my dad and my brother and my nephew. My nephew caught a bigger fish than his old man. Couldn't even couldn't even believe how lousy a fisherman his dad was. Yeah, that's that r- pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I got skunked. The whole My whole family got skunked, but we're the ones with the, with the fish in the fridge, so... I guess we won, eh? You won yeah, you end. get the fish in the end, eh? Yeah, yeah. It was your boat. <laughs> <laughs> we tricked you. Anyways, it was uh, it was good. It was, eh? That was a nice way to start the day. 
Yeah, and then great. a live but concert it's... down at the lake with the nocturnal emissions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So about 8,000 kids. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> a pile of kids. Like yeah. a whole yard full yeah, of you, kids. A sea of children. Eh? Sea of ch- if you could get through it. Yeah. And you could hear uh, Dave and I chiming away a little bit. but I never even, uh, like, it doesn't even phase me anymore because I'm at so many functions where there's that many kids. Yeah, it's fine. That I just don't even notice it, eh? But if you do stop and pay attention to the how many children there are. The enormous amount of And the children. amount of, like, bad ideas that these kids oh are going forward God. with. And they're running around and just coming up with ideas to do stupid things. Yeah. And uh, no one, nothing, ba- nothing happens. No, no one gets hurt. No, it was unbelievable. Like you were just saying that, eh, Beef? Like yeah. they were uh, high jumping this uh, bouncy castle. It was a real treat to watch the kids. <laughs> it was athletic and dangerous all at the same time. <laughs> and, then, and then there's a pitching mound right beside it. Yeah. You know, so balls are getting hurled. Yeah, it was great. Girls, guys, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no kids are getting hurt either. Oh yeah, people like throwing balls right at people's heads. And yeah. they get to listen to live rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, and like, those are gonna grow up to be cool kids. Yeah, Don't yeah. you think? Like we kind of set a pretty good standard for parties for them. Yeah, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, live gonna... live music, live rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, by on the beach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is great. That's what they're gonna think of normal, like an average. They're gonna go. This that's is where a party and be like this sucks. Yeah. For sure. Eh? Yeah. yeah, this place sucks. Yeah. <laughs> the live yeah, yeah, where's the live music here? Yeah, yeah. you guys are only sitting around a table. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, That's fun be, too. They'll be the ones with the guitar, oh, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, you you can see the odd one here and there that's kind of watching you. That's like into it. You're like, oh, that one's interested. What's yeah. he doing? Uh, I think uh, one of the boys of a friend of ours. He was. He asked me to play the tatar. Can I play the tatar? I'm like Thomas, tatar. He's a hockey player. He's like, no, the tatar. He wanted to play my guitar, and I let him play. It was great. Did he know what he's doing? He uh, was very easy on the strings, unlike most children. Oh, really? Yeah, he was actually pretty good. Oh, there you go. There's some potential there. Starting. You made his day. Nocturnal Emissions, uh, future member. Yeah. Can he write music? <laughs> well, you know what we should do because we're talking about uh, we're talking about sports. You know, one of the Canadian stereotypes is that we like hockey, but that's kind of sportsy. So we might as well do a sports break. What do you think, Mike? I think it sounds like time for a sports break. Because we're talking about cocks and balls. He shoots and scores in the mall. We're talking about cocks and balls and sports stuff. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. It's time for the <laughs> sports break. You know, today, this, this, was a, this was a heartbreaking week for Canada. Uh, our girls' soccer team made it to the quarterfinals, and they played... Um, England, England, mm. you know, who we do appreciate. We should, we should, uh, uh, you know, we have to thank England for uh, our independence, I suppose, eh, yep, on the yep. Canada Day. Yeah. But uh, you wouldn't want to let, let them win in soccer, that's no, for not sure. At all. And uh, so we outplayed them, I thought, the whole game, eh? Did you think so? We were a better team than yeah. they were. Yeah, we definitely, definitely outplayed them. A couple mistakes, that's all it was. Yeah, bad mistakes. That one poor girl fell. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, a rocket of a girl, too. Costed a goal. Cost them a goal. I felt terrible for it. Just you know, it really felt awful yeah. for for them. You know, I I like fem- I like women's soccer, World Cup soccer way better than men's World Cup soccer. Why is that, Pete? Because you don't feel as guilty when you masturbate to it. Yeah, but you got a good point. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, we want to give a shout out here live in the Dutch Hall to all the the girl the Canadian girls soccer team. You did a, did the country proud. Hell and we yeah, really appreciate it. Good. There you go. Yeah, look good doing it. Oh. That's right. Good job, girls. Here's a kiss here. I don't get one. Anyways, so that's the soccer with hockey. Uh, yeah, we got rid of Castle. Oh yeah, yes, that's the big one. That's the big Thank one. Thank goodness. What do, you, what do you think about that, Polly? I think it's great. Yeah, happy. I'm, I'm, I am a Leafs fan, but I don't know about paying fifty million to a guy that doesn't go on the ice. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know about that, but, uh, right, like he, he can't score the goals. He still has. Who are you talking about, the coach? Goal. Yeah, the coach. coach. Yeah, good well, point. He, uh, we were talking about that today. He is now, I think, besides Fanuff, the highest paid person in the Leafs. You know that, but uh, the coaches don't count against your salary yeah, cap, no, right? Not at all. So it's going to be like uh, college sports, you know, like American college sports, where they uh, their players don't get paid anything, even though they make gazillions of dollars filling out huge stadiums and stuff for that shit. And then they 
And then so they pay their coaches. Their co- college uh, coaches get paid more than, like, professional coaches a lot of times well, uh, in the States, right? The coach of the 49ers just went to Michigan University, uh, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, yeah. So he left the uh, San Fran 49ers NFL and is now – and he's get, I think he's getting $50 million. That's no kidding. Yeah, yeah. They get paid oh, huge really? bucks. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're yeah. saying there's all these kids coming, like, especially in the basketball uh, – in basketball there. The kids come from, like, inner cities and stuff like that, like humble beginnings. And they go to play uh, basketball for a coach that's worth that's making fifty million a year. Right. You know, like it's crazy. Yeah, and they're and they're the ones bringing in the money and uh, to pay this guy. Right. And they get nothing. A lot of them can't even like they don't even enough for like they're going hungry and stuff like that. And everybody goes insane. Because if you take them out to dinner and they're hungry, it's a it's a violation of the code of conduct. The right. code of conduct. You yeah. can get big shit for it, right? Even to give a kid a ride to the airport so he can get right. back for a funeral or something like that. The one team got in trouble yeah. for that. Yeah. It's crazy and shit. It, and people go nuts oh. over that. Like, they get all upset. Like, the kid has come from nothing. We just, he's an amazing athlete. Can we the problem is they look at the situations where a guy got physically handed cash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, like the, That's the good old days. Yeah, the good old days. <laughs> well, they would uh, they would do get rid of all those problems in, in American college sports if they just uh, said they get paid. Like, they just get paid a percentage of the gate or whatever, and the kids get paid. They get – the first amount of money goes to pay their tuition, and then the money after that is their is, is their commission for what they make the, the school. Because they make the school a ton of money. A ton of money. And you can't say they don't. And they're risking their health, and there's a good chance they're going to get injured and not be a professional, yeah. and, and they're making all this money for you. you. You deserve a cut of it. Right. Same with the junior hockey players. They yeah. deserve more money than yeah, they get. Yeah, they get a little bit, and uh, they get compensated in certain areas, but uh, – still the same they don't get paid but they get taken care of everything's taken care of right same with the those guys but it's even worse in the states they're really sticklers about it yeah they are and if you have ever been to a college anything universe or uh in the states it's unbelievable it I, is unbelievable so yeah i have go if you can ever go but the one thing you notice when you're driving through is like like even the matter shitty the town is they have like these like immaculate stadiums stadiums oh. You know, for like high school football or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I went to University of Guelph. That was the school I went to. And I would go to our football games, the University of Guelph football games. We were pretty good even when, when uh, I went to school there. Right. And uh, you got like two grandstands and that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's like no one gives a shit, you know, at all. No. And uh, it's, re- it's like almost pathetic. It you is. Know? Compared to the States, it's pathetic. Yeah. Big time. No, they're starting to put that on TV and stuff now, so maybe there's a few more bucks to put towards it. Or, a little but, bit. But, but I just, still think we just don't care no. like, about college sports in Canada. No, we don't. What do you think about getting rid of Kessel? What do I think? Yeah. I am happy, um, but I'm, I wish we would have got something more back. You know, we got Scott Harrington's a good D, but... Pittsburgh's going to be great. Pittsburgh's going to be. He's going to light it up there. Did they, did they get rid of Malcolm, though? No. But how do they get the salary cap with Malcolm Crosby and Malcolm? Castle? Malcolm in the middle. Is, Malcolm. is it Mel- Melkin? Sorry, <laughs> Malkin. <laughs> Couldn't let it go. Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> yeah, no, they'll, they'll probably Malcolm. do a little bit of movement. I would imagine with other guys. Problem is, is now there's a precedence, right? So like, well, that's another precedence. one. <laughs> like, is that right? Is that right? <laughs> I don't know. No, what I'm sorry. What I, mean, I think it is right. I think it is right. Precedence, like, is yeah. it like? They got nothing for Castle barely, and they had to still spend money every year. Oh, he's going to go score yeah. 40 now, goals now, in Pittsburgh. No, but now when they get rid of guys like Loophole and Bozak and them, they're going to end up getting third and fourth round picks at best. Cause, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see where you're getting at. Yeah, they got, yeah. Oh, you're saying they so got you almost just tra- no, Yeah, sorry, Beef. Yeah, they go almost on. got nothing for Castle. And then, so now, Loophole, and just imagine, he had a huge flop of a year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, keep loophole. Is it like a five? <laughs> yeah. Is it? Is it? Are they saying it's like a five-year plan for the Leafs? Yeah. He, yeah. Well, the coach said five time. Years. They're rebuilding. Like yeah. they're yeah, they're gonna dump him. So we'll see what else happens. Obviously, they're just taking picks and young guys and gonna try to build something. So we'll see what happens. Can't be any worse. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, well, they'll still sell out. Yeah. yeah. They'll pull a few out. more Clarksons and just <laughs> buy out the guy yeah, for we'll an injured player. They're still paying Castle. Yeah, they're still gonna pay Castle. Yeah. Million. Yeah. That's for a lot. Five years, I believe. Yeah, I think that's seven, getting seven off years, lucky. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah right. See, so. I don't so. mind doing it you, if you open it. I'd, it depends on chemistry. I think you can do if you have the right chemistry, you can do it with a lot less money. I think that's where right? I think the problem lay. Yeah. is yeah, that, but, uh, and it's pretty hard yeah. to get good chemistry in a city like Toronto, where they give those guys the world. Like every day they go to their locker, they're getting keys to a car tryout yeah. or a, you know trips and coats and bags yeah. and all the crap that. They, 
that's being thrown at him for being these like royalty in Toronto, mm-hmm. and it fucks with these young guys' heads. Big time. And, I wonder uh, how Kessel feels. Like he's getting, he's, he's gonna make seven million bucks at least to play against the team. I heard him on an interview today with uh, Pittsburgh Magazine, and uh, he's pumped. Why oh, wouldn't really? he be? He's like, I, I get to play with Malkin and Crosby. Like, I'm going to an awesome team. Yeah, yeah you go from like the hotbed of hockey, where as far as media is concerned, where they kill everything you do, yeah. and you're like the guy who they expect the most out of. Yeah. So they're like totally have a microscope on you. To a place in Pittsburgh where they're not even going to notice you in the no, lineup because no. they have so many other good players. Exactly. That you know he's going to be able to feel all that pressure lifted off him, and he's going to be able to just do whatever he wants. Like Sagan, he he's goes twenty games without scoring in Pittsburgh, and nobody gives a shit because yeah. Crosby yeah, and Malkin right. have done all the scoring for him. Yeah, but exactly right. they're the feeding him the puck, too. man. Yeah. That one timer is going to be unleashed those two will feed him the puck like crazy that's oh, gonna be great so he never had a guy like that i'd like Toronto to hear what a pittsburgh fan thinks like if they're excited i would assume they are oh he can put the puck in the net yeah but he's got to be fed that one that one timer is incredible on, on he's but, just not the one going in the corner doing all the work yeah, right? yeah. sitting up front bang yeah. crosby can get the puck pass it up front bang one bang yeah but i want to said i wonder who's going to be passing who the puck though because Kessel's used to getting the passes all the time, right? And well, yeah, Crosby's, Crosby's a assist guy. Crosby's yeah, what I'm saying is he's going to want some goals eventually, Crosby. Well, he'll get them on his own. Oh, I don't think he'll worry. It's like Gretzky, right? He'll, yeah, he'll, sure. uh, yeah. he'll find goals. It happens. Yeah, it those, happens. those guys are more would rather just uh, set it up set than up. score, right? For sure. Where Malkin's more of a scorer, and yeah. Ovechkin's a scorer. Yeah, Ovechkin's totally a scorer. But I think Crosby's more of a setup, setup. guy. He's and Kessel's a scorer. scorer. So yeah. they're, that's a pretty sweet line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No put matter them. where they put him, it's yeah. going to work. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting, anyways. I think the Leafs will probably suck again in, yep. uh, for a bit. Chances and, uh, are. Chances the rest are. of most of the country of Canada, uh, if you don't love the Leafs, you despise the Leafs. Yes. Just like the Montreal Canadiens. If right. you don't love the Montreal Canadiens, you despise the Montreal Canadiens. Uh. And uh, those are the two teams in Canada. And the stereotype is that we are hockey. Uh, there's two. I said those are the two main ones because they're the original six, yeah. right? And the other teams are more local. And no one has a couple of Vancouver listeners, probably. No, no. I mean, those teams are like people love them, but nobody hates Vancouver. No, yeah. Or like unless they just hate the team, you know, yeah. like the players. But no one's like that franchise. I hate. Edmonton, Calgary, you know, right. like Winnipeg. Unless you're from Edmonton or Calgary. Yeah, that's if you're right. from Cal, yeah, that's right. Calgary would hate Edmonton, yeah, and Edmonton would sure. hate Calgary. Totally. Who does Vancouver hate in Canada, though? Is there a rivalry with another Canadian team? Not really, eh? Not really, no. They're more like uh, They're rivals with uh, Chicago. Coast. Yeah, Chicago, and even the West Coast teams like San Jose. There is a little hate for Ottawa, though, too, as well. Oh yeah, from Toronto. Everyone. Yeah, Toronto <laughs> fans would definitely hate Ottawa, and Montreal yeah. fans would hate Ottawa. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, but would a Calgary fan hate Ottawa? Yep. But they're Western co- Conference, though. <laughs> Just because it's Ottawa. Yeah. Who can hate Winnipeg? Yeah, they're a no. tough one to hate. Yeah, Winnipeg. I can't hate Winnipeg. Everybody pretty. I can't hate Winnipeg. No. Yeah, you just want to see them do good. Yeah, yeah. You do. They haven't won Come one on one playoff series in the history of that franchise. Oh, man. Right? Yeah, you do want to see them do good. And right. they're freaking fans. I say fans. bring back the Nordiques, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think Sounds so, too. Sounds like they might be. Yeah. Uh, the exchange fucked them a bit too. The dollar went t- tanked, and I think it took a window, some of the window of the sales yeah. there, because yeah. they were going full full shit when we were at par with the states. Like players the, are loving it though. They're uh, making the exchange. Oh yeah, the the players love it. Yeah, yeah but the the franchises in Canada don't do as well because they're everything's in American dollars, <laughs> so it costs them a lot more to pay their their players. But uh, anyways, we are hockey crazy. I think that's pretty much, as a country, as a rule, that's accurate. I think that's accurate. I don't think we can argue that stereotype. As you can tell from our conversation. And when we go down the States and people don't care about hockey, it is it is confusing to a lot to of us. Big time. They're like, why why do you care so much about baseball again and, yeah. not, and not at all about hockey? You yeah. don't care at all? Now, of course, the markets, where there are people that are hockey fans in the, in the U.S., but not to the same level where it is our number one sport here by far like we'll talk hockey all like that's hockey the program on tsn will play all year round yeah right even when there's no hockey season going it's on. on right now like crazy yeah just free, talk free agent day it was a huge day yeah and actually the all the toronto uh radio stations and stuff like to talk about the leafs more when they're not playing because yes. they get to talk about how they're planning the stanley cup parade right because every year we're <laughs> building the greatest team ever and every year they suck balls and, oh. but I hope it happens. But they love to paint the picture. You're right. Like they're just painting fr- us pictures, painting us pictures. <laughs> I went to a Toronto Blue Jays uh, party after they won the World Series. The twice, like back yeah. to back. Ninety three. Like, 
well, two years yeah. we went to the party with the World Series. It was unreal awesome. fun. In Toronto? So, yeah, so I hope, like, we were stuck in a traffic jam when he hit the home run, like, Joe Carter hit that home run. And, really? like, we're, like, a half an hour away from downtown. No way. And then he hit the home run. It was awesome. It was great. Oh, yeah. So if the Leafs win the cup, I, I hope it's when I'm alive because yeah, I'm going straight there. That party will be insane. Oh, yeah. I think there's going to be a whole exodus of uh, people like dr- driving into the oh, Toronto yeah. of just <laughs> leaving their cars on the highways. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Running on <laughs> top of them. Oh, yeah. Toronto. Leave the car. We're going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it will be an unbelievable feat. I don't think anyone really believes that in our lifetime we'll get to see it. No. Like even the diehard Leaf fan has to pretend, like convince himself every year that this, you know, it's going to be different, it's and then so it's hard. the same. It's the it's same. It's so hard. It's the most stressful team to cheer for. Oh, I can't imagine like a, t- a franchise. I know there's always discussions about which franchise is the most hard hard done by the fans of which franchise, but you have to always put the Leafs in that uh, category. Are, it, it's the worst. Like if you have to pick a team that you're cursed to be a fan of, is there any team worse than the Leafs that I can think of? I can't. I can't. The Cubs is the only other. The Cubs, team. yeah. Chicago Cubs. <laughs> yeah, the Cubs is the only one that's probably worse because they are probably as ingrained diehard. Yeah, it's just tough. But it sucks when you've gone your whole lifetime plus and never, <laughs> yeah. and never seen like people could be like forty, almost like fifty years old, right? It's almost been fifty years since they won a cup. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing, nothing at all. The old and in, in the NHL, they're the oldest drought, right? Yeah. The longest running yeah. drought. Yippers. Those bartenders are as good as me. <laughs> yeah, they forgot. <laughs> What'd you forget? You well, great sports break. What we should do is go into a little segment we call Feedback. We got a feedback. We got feedback. Feedback! feedback! Uh, welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. Uh, this week's Feedback, We Got Feedback, is brought to you at our, by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to my website, livefromthedutchhall.com, you can click on either of my Amazon banners and go in and do all your Amazon shopping. A little bit of that money will come back to help the show. You can also donate for Paul's microphone. And uh, there's a whole. And uh, you can also click on a VG coupon uh, and go into any of the stores and get the VG deal. And some of that money will come back and help the show. So thank you to all our sponsors. This week's feedback, we got feedback. We always like to recognize new listeners. I said like uh, last... Um, I said we saw a lot of listeners from Tennessee this week, and we did. Yeah. And uh, they're really becoming a hotbed nice. of, uh, of Dutch Hall listeners in Tennessee. So if you'd like to reach out to us, uh, we, can, we would love to go back down to Tennessee oh, do a show down there. We have to get three invites? Uh, five. Five? Four. Five people have to want us to do a show, and we'll do a show. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. We got three in San Francisco so far. So we really need two more there in San Francisco. Road trip. Yeah, road. That'll be a good one. I would say. Uh, when we paint the country of the dive from Dutch Hall does a big tour, it's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> You're not gonna believe it. Nocturnal emissions just oh, taking the world by storm. Barney should gear. drive the bus. Away we oh. go. A bu- <laughs> You'd be a good bus. Driver. Like Walt, like Walt from Slapshot, right? <laughs> Isn't that Walt? <laughs> Making it mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be the greatest. A uh, nice bus trip. Rock and roll bus trip through the oh, United States. Anyways, we should plan that. But every week, we have a segment also we like to, we like to recognize our listener of the week. And, uh, you know, it was a heartbreaker last week for Ryan Vandenbush, NHL infor- former NHL enforcer Ryan Vandenbush, who's been a longtime listener and always been, uh, been a supportive of the show but never been listener of the week. And last week, oh, it, just a squeaker at the last minute, it was stolen from him by Lori Ball with some solid feedback through oh. the week, you know. And this week, you know, we, we feel like, you know, Ryan's contributions, you know, it's a shame that they're un- they've been unrecognized. It is. But uh, let's do the theme song and see what we got here, see if we can uh, uh, set everyone's mind at ease. The listener of the week this week is... <laughs> Jamie Barham. Ah! Jamie Barham. Yeah, thank you, Barney. I don't Barney. know if you've ever been listening to the week before, but I'll tell you, your contributions are so important to the show that you have to be named Listener of the Week this week because you are representing the live studio audience, which we've been promoting for weeks and weeks with <laughs> no interest at all. When we go out in public, we see people 
that'll say to us all the time, I'd love to come in the Dutch Hall. Yeah. I'd love to uh, see a sh- uh, to do a show with you guys or whatever. And we say, come on in, like any time, you know. But they, they they will not come in, send an email, text, anyway, to get in, in touch with me and just come in and be a live studio audience. But you know who will? Jamie Barham. Yeah, Every he week will. he'll show up. Occasionally, live studio audience is filled with Jamie Barham. And you even brought in other studio audience members in the past. Barry Wilson, a real treat for the show. I love that word. <laughs> <laughs> the contributions to the show have been great, and that is why you are our listener of the week this week, Barney, and you should feel very proud of yourself. There's only one more person for us to talk to, and he's a he's a uh, been a supporter of our show since the very beginning. Uh, let's hear it for our one and only the Haitian dwarf. I love that word. <laughs> I didn't even play the part. I sorry, my my thumb hit it. So Haitian <laughs> dwarf, Haitian dwarf, excited. <laughs> yeah, I got excited today. <laughs> the Haitian dwarf has been uh, been with us since the beginning. He's always given us feedback to try and make our show better. And this week is no exception. He went on to iTunes, and he gave us some feedback right on iTunes there, which always helps us move up the charts. Maybe that's why we moved up the charts Did today. Did he give you any stars on iTunes? Five stars, five Michael. Stars. Five stars. Oh, yes, fantastic. let's hear it for that. And and uh, he said, make, let me make this perfectly clear. We are talking about post-op Caitlin. I require a fully functional front hole, dot, dot, dot. Oh. Congrats on 80 episodes. You too, Jingle Brothers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Houston Dorf. Wow. Lots to talk about there. Lots to talk about there. Yeah. So first of all, he wants to make it perfectly clear. It sounds like we may have uh, offended him in some way that to uh, to ins- imply that he was going to be, I believe it was what? Scissoring taints. Scissoring taints with Caitlyn Jenner. Term. Because he made it seem like he was they were going to be having a physical relationship. I didn't know she was at, or Caitlyn Jenner was actually cutting her uh, penis off. But if if that's the case, he's looking for that. He want because uh, the Haitian dwarf himself wants to make it perfectly clear okay. that he likes women. Right? He needs a fully functional front, front hole, hole, as he says it. But not a partially functional front hole, but fully functional. <laughs> So it can't just do part of the work. It's got to do all the things that a front hole should do, all the functions that it could possibly do. The hole has to do, and then the Haitian dwarf <laughs> is all in, right? Okay. So reasonable. So, but it still doesn't. It still doesn't uh, address the point that we made last week. That is he a transgender female as well? That just likes fully functional front holes on women. Like, is he a transgender lesbian, or is he just a Haitian male Haitian dwarf? Tripod. Tripod. Yeah, with a huge disproportionate member right. that likes front holes. Tra- like post operative <laughs> transgender decathletes. Is that what he's into? Specifically. Uh, yes. That's what he's into. So I'm trying to, I, I want to be clear, perfectly clear. So, like, yeah. maybe uh, that's the one question I still have there. But I did like the, 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 how he ended it with the Jingle Brothers. Yeah. yeah the, what do you think about no, Maybe Nocturnal Emissions isn't the name we should have been going with. The Jingle Brothers. The Jingle Brothers. Brother. I like Nocturnal Emissions <laughs> personally, but I think he's maybe giving us a low blow there. You don't, you don't like Jingle Brothers? I don't know. The old Jingle Brothers. You think Jarvis at work yet? You want to call him? <laughs> <laughs> call him the, we got a new the band Jingle name. Jingle Brothers? Yeah. Hey, Dave, you're part of the Jingle Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Haitian Dwarf. And if you guys want to provide feedback to the show, you can always go uh, and give me an email at livefromthedutchhall@gmail.com. at uh, One email I got, um, I got some real nice feedback from a listener uh, who was a listener of the week from two weeks ago, uh, Bonesy. He's the one that got us our pepperettes from VG. Do you Thanks, remember that? Bonesy. Thanks, yeah, Bonesy. Thanks, Bonesy. Delicious. And I, yeah, and, I, and uh, so we had we had suspected who the guy was because mm-hmm. we only knew one Bonesy in our life, and uh, it, it turns out it's true. It was it was the Bonesy that we know, and he is an avid listener of the show. And he sent me an email, and it's such a nice, thoughtful email. Really. 
that I will not read it on air because uh, <laughs> because I feel bad about it. I feel like almost embarrassed because it's such a nice email, and I would feel like it was just because he was very complimentary to me. Right. That I would feel like it would be uh, just used to hate mail. Yeah, I'd much rather some guy said you're you are the biggest idiot I've ever met. That it's way better read. for the show. But if I got you know a nice email from a listener who tells me he thinks what I'm doing is is good and he's enjoying it, it's right. like ah. Uh, it's nice to hear, but does everybody at home want to hear that? Right. You know? but we I gotta do... get a few of those guys from that gang on the show. Yeah, I think that would be good. Oh, some old, guys. some of my dad's old hockey buddies oh, yeah. to come oh, in yeah. and, and get uh, the old Nighthawks here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was also thinking it might be a fun show to have uh, the old film crew that used to do the te- when we were on YouTube. Yeah. That did the YouTube show. We'll get oh, all Gus. the whole... get, your get, boy, get it behind the scenes. Oh, my buddy Gus, we haven't went to Vegas yet. That was gonna be good. We Maybe we should wait till after you go to Vegas with Gus, and yeah. then we'll, we are at it. This is a story that I'm going to tell. <laughs> Maybe this will be a story to end the show today. I don't know, or maybe we will get one more thing in. But we got. Uh, <laughs> we're at this uh, cancer walk, the Relay for Life yeah. that they have, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we went there. Good cause, eh? We're being good citizens, trying to raise money for a good cause. And uh, there was our old film crew, the old film crew that oh, really? did, uh, yeah, that did the Live from the Dutch Hall YouTube show, right? And they're there for East Link Television do, covering the event or oh, whatever. They're working. Yeah, they're working, okay. right? So at one point in time, they come to me and my brother, the bartender, Paul Van Dyke, right? Famous. Yeah, famous bartender, Paul Van Dyke. I thought they are coming to get an autograph from Paul, but no, they are coming <laughs> to ask us if we wanted to be on and do a segment for the East Link TV for an interview or whatever, right? Okay. So Paul goes, can we smoke? <laughs> <laughs> and I think I go, like, can we swear? Right, because like both <laughs> of the things that they would give us trouble for yeah. on the sh- on our show, right? And then we thought it would be like hilarious if during our interview, my dad would get up, fuck her right in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's gonna say that. That's what we, that was the plan. Yeah, that's what we asked him to do. We asked him to do it. <laughs> But he he didn't. What was his reaction? Uh, he, w- he disagreed with us. He didn't think it was as good an idea as we did. <laughs> he thought that was probably not as not very uh, fitting. Or Lisa, somebody. It would have been great. He didn't want to be on East Lake, <laughs> East Lake TV. <laughs> yeah, calls. as they're talking about like uh, why you're here at a cancer nice, function. Yeah. To, to yeah, when I was fir- when <laughs> I first <laughs> when I first walked into the place, he was interviewing my mom, my both my sisters, and my cousin Summerly. They were interviewing him. I'm like, hey, guys, right? And that's all I wanted to do. But then I listened to what their interview was, and they're like, oh, man, they're going to be like, right? It's It's going to ruin everything. Yeah, it's going to ruin everything. They ruin all the fun. I'm going to wreck it right when I get there. (laughs) My wife with all my wife and kids. (laughs) All right, the buzzy. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) That's not it. It's it's not in the spirit of when they have to do it, you know? These are just nice people trying to cover an event for probably free, you know, and we're going to ruin it for them. Eh? <laughs> Should have got Spence. Yeah, they're not getting paid anything. Yeah. They're no, not getting paid anything at all to be there. Too early. <laughs> it's not the target. It's not the target we wanted. If, if Bill Walishka was there, we would have oh, done it. Yeah. All over it. <laughs> if Bill Walishka was covering it for the WS Daily. Walishka. Walishka. You greasy son of a bitch. Yeah. Walishka. If anyone doesn't know who Bill Walishka is, watch the Iron Sheik episode. There's a bunch of pictures that Gus put up on it, our editor for the show. And just put a bunch of the pictures of him looking as greasy as he possibly could look. (laughs) And that's accurate. Yeah. That's what I like about that. They got to do something that they liked for the show, too. Like, we just did it, and then afterwards you watch it, and they put in a bunch of their own stuff to get a a laugh or whatever. That was great. To understand what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, but we found it was weird seeing those guys because they laughed. We stopped doing the show, but we never, like, officially, like, said goodbye or anything. So it was like... You didn't uh, have any behind-the-scenes, like, episodes or anything? Uh, we no, have one. we're all business. <laughs> we have one episode that they ne- was never never aired, but that was filmed. And it was uh, the episode where Charters put, yes. up, put on the wrestling mask. Uh, I'm going to be a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> And they and they said that uh, that they wouldn't put that wasn't TV it wasn't TV worthy that episode right? Oh really? And I had a wrestling mask. And on. I'm like, there was no visual bits. I'm like, what about the time where he was wearing a wrestling mask? <laughs> that barely fit his head. <laughs> yeah, it was like for a child, yeah. a child's wrestling mask. You had to stretch it over a big block Polish, Polish head. head. That's hilarious. Anytime, you know, you don't even need sound for that well, episode. That could have been the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think we should just put that in a loop. 
If, if, I just want the footage from that. Just charters and the wrestling match. I'll put that in a loop on YouTube. I'll probably get more hits than all those shows. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever seen. So how were uh, how were they to you guys? Were they... Uh, no, it was nice. It was, like, like, it was great, just like old times? Yeah, it was nice to see them again. It was like an old reunion. That's why I thought it'd be nice to have them in and just that take the be. pressure off, just have a, a nice, nice chat. chat. Yeah. So if you're listening and you want to come in, any of those, the old film crew, just let me know. Live from Dutch Gmail, or you can go and give me a... You can give me an email at uh, life. Uh, what you, or what else? You got Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Dutch Hall on Twitter. I got Instagram. Instagram. Dutch Hall. I got Facebook. Life from Dutch Hall on Facebook. Periscope. Periscope. What do you got? Uh, Dutch Hall on Periscope. What more do you need from me, people? There's lots of ways to get in touch with me. If you're listening, and you want to reach out. It always helps make your show better. So thank you, everyone that's listening. And uh, we'll see you next week uh, after we celebrate our big Canada Day on the 4th yeah. of July. Happy 4th of July to you C Americans, the listeners. Other than that, see you next Thursday, CUNT. Yeah, they're going to watch good fireworks across the lake, eh? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, July, July 4th, we're going to be firing them right back. Oh, I know. It's going to be like <laughs> the War of 1812 yeah. down here. <laughs> What's better than blowing shit up drunk, you know? Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, to celebrate the great battle of us asking the Queen if we can have her independence, and she said yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rooster sucks balls. All right. Oh, nice All right. Volley. <laughs>